0: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much for being here. If you have not yet subscribed, please go ahead and do so now so that you do not miss any future episodes of the show. And uh, feel free to share it with uh, some other investors that you might know, people looking to get started. I'm just out here trying to help others get going on their uh, financial journey. So uh, there is a, a good amount of information coming out today. We've got a uh, some jobs data we've got some gdp data we've got um some news from uh bitcoin actually right we haven't talked about bitcoin in a while uh we've got some other smaller company news uh we've got some big company news too right we've got uh, the the nasdaq overall is trading up right now uh, and that's kind of crazy after we just had a 1.7% gain yesterday Uh, We're still seeing gains of about uh, a quarter of a percent higher today on the NASDAQ. Uh, The Dow is, uh, I call it flat, and the uh, the S&P is up about uh, two-tenths of a percent. So um, let's go ahead and dive right in here, right? We've got uh, this grayscale uh, Bitcoin ETF, right? There was a federal appeals court ruled on Tuesday that the SEC must review grayscale's application to convert its bitcoin trust into an etf so we can trade it openly on the stock market uh so this is um going going against everything the sec said about um the opposition they they had a long-standing opposition to the concept of listed spot market investments for digital assets crypto uh while they did allow them for futures uh so uh, this is going to be more of a spot ETF, meaning we're we're buying it based on the price that it is currently at, uh, rather than what the futures market is looking to do. So uh, it's looking like a lot of other people are jumping in on this. They are now, you know, getting a lot of different applications. I think BlackRock actually uh, had submitted for a spot ETF before this news even came out. Uh, so I think they had a little bit of insight to the fact that uh, this. Uh, Case might not actually hold up for the SEC and Grayscale might actually win. So they went ahead and made that move and made that adjustment to go ahead and apply for uh, an ETF as well. So uh, we definitely had Bitcoin up. Uh, I think we were up six, seven percent. Let me uh, let me pull up the, the crypto dot app and see where we are right now. Uh, I think we had seen some spikes up to. Um, like twenty-seven thousand on Bitcoin. Let's uh, let's get over to uh, yeah, 27.5 right now on Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum sitting at seventeen twenty-six. Uh, so that is trending down on the day, but it did have a nice uh, rally over the last um, couple days here, or about three percent. I'll, I'll take that. It's been uh, at its lowest trading volume. At uh, for the past four years, right? We've we've definitely seen Bitcoin crypto kind of slow down. Things really haven't been moving; hasn't been really volatile. Uh, it's kind of trading in line with the Nasdaq, right? It's it's definitely trading more like a growth story than a hedge against inflation. Uh, I definitely think that if the uh, the Nasdaq tends to go up, we're generally seeing uh, the crypto space kind of trending higher as well. Uh, Today is kind of an exception to that rule. But uh, I do think a couple things are driving the NASDAQ higher. And we did just have a large run for uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum in the last couple days. So um, what's driving the NASDAQ higher today? Well, uh, we did have some jobs data come out. Uh, We were looking for, what, 194,000 jobs to be added, non-farm payroll, uh, U.S. on the, uh, the ADP report. And uh, I believe it came in at, uh, let me check real quick. I don't want to give you guys the wrong answers. 177,000 jobs were actually added. So a little bit light there, right? And that doesn't make sense. Well, why would that affect the NASDAQ, right? I think this is kind of in conjunction with what the Fed might do with this data. If uh, you know we had a really, really strong jobs report, uh, more people are making more money, we're getting wage uh, growth that is significant, uh, you know, maybe the the Fed's got to hit us with that extra rate hike. Maybe that's what happens. Right now, uh, it's looking like the September meeting, according to the CME Fed Watch tool, is looking like eighty uh, percent of people saying we're staying put, twenty uh, percent saying we're getting twenty five basis points uh, added. Right now in the november meeting these numbers actually kind of surprised me when i looked at it uh, i think it was what around 80 percent saying that we were going to get a no rate hike 20 percent saying uh 25 uh, 25 points and now it is saying that 55 percent of uh people are saying we are staying pl- in place 40 some percent was at um a 25 basis point hike and then about five percent of people saying we're going a 50 basis point hike which I really don't think we're going to see that, um, especially with this uh, the GDP data coming in uh, lower than expected as well, right? We were looking for two point four percent of growth, came in at two point one percent. So uh, kind of a Goldilocks situation, right? We don't want uh, jobs to fall off and and have a massive unemployment we don't want uh, gdp to go spiraling uh in in really either direction we really want to stay in that mid twos range threes range and have uh, adequate growth but uh, not be going crazy against what uh, the jobs and, and labor market are looking like uh so we're, we're kind of right in the middle but uh, i definitely don't want to see uh where we we definitely have this spiral downward or this wage price spiral uh upwards where hey we we Want to work, but we need more money, and people are just finding new jobs, and ultimately, uh, driving up how much companies have to pay, which then leads to more inflation, right? So that could definitely be a problem as well. But uh, right now, I think that the Nasdaq is rallying on the fact that we might not have uh, a rate hike going forward. This could be it. Um, just the fact that uh, you know Powell last week said that you know we, they're very data dependent as to what they do going forward and with that being said hey data is showing that you know uh things aren't as good as what they might have been not what we were looking for so perhaps we uh we don't have to raise or maybe we this could be the last 25 basis point hike so we will ultimately see what this means but um we we also had some some other stocks moving um and i'm really kind of struggling to figure out why um I might do a quick google search, but i'm looking at some of the marijuana stocks right these um are ultimately moving higher on the day and i don't know if something was approved that i'm not seeing just on uh my my e trade news um but uh it looks like um what's what's that stock i i p r innovative uh properties was actually up about um Five and a half percent today. I'm, I'm trying to read it at the same time. Um, not really seeing anything. Uh, HHS calls to move marijuana to lower risk U.S. drug category. Uh, that could be some of this movement today. Um, now we've got uh, that one moving up about uh, five and a half percent, like I said. So that one is a REIT that is paying about nine percent. We've been in that one for a while in the investing challenge. I do think that that one's still got a lot of room to grow. Uh, they are in those grow operations. They offer warehousing and uh, grow space for a lot of these different uh, companies. And uh, ultimately, I do think that this one uh, has plenty of room to run. Um, the The fact that you have such a strong dividend uh, really has a lot of people looking to get in this one. I, I do believe that it is undervalued than where it potentially could be for a lot of different risk on those, uh, uh, drug categories and all, and, and really what happens at that federal level. But, uh, if things do get, uh, you know, de-risked, we're, we're going to see this one, uh, moving up, uh, significantly, I think. Uh, so this one also has about, I want to say 50, let me get back over the numbers, Well, we're sitting at $82.96. Um, And I want to say that it's about 56% of upside, yeah, right on the nose, 56% of upside. Average price target from four analysts is $129.50. So a lot of room to run. Uh, If things start falling in place, I definitely think we're going to have a catalyst for a lot of these stocks to go higher. Uh, We've also got Planet 13, uh, the retailer out in uh, California, Vegas. I think they have one in Texas. That might be incorrect. But uh, they are moving up around 13% today. So uh, another one that is moving up nicely with uh, some of this uh, you know, kind of talk for uh, HHS apparently looking to uh, lower the category of uh, marijuana as far as a, you know, I think it was a class three drug. Maybe they're trying to lower it to a two. I'm not sure. Um, didn't read that far. But definitely seeing some movement there where that's also been kind of quiet for a while, right? They've just been kind of trickling along man it was probably two thousand and eighteen when these stocks were all the rage and everything kind of goes through a cycle so hopefully we get some movement on crypto and on some of these marijuana stocks as well. Uh, ultimately we will see what happens there um now going back to that Bitcoin ETF I don't know that I did I even say this at this point um, my bad we will uh I'm gonna say it anyhow Blackrock uh, had already applied for a spot ETF. And uh, hopefully we can see um, you know some more people applying. And then if uh, the SEC does have to overturn what's going on there and, and allow some of these spot ETFs, we're going to see a lot more buy side pressure on Bitcoin to ultimately move this one up. If the Bitcoin one gets approved, uh, I think it's only a matter of time before Ethereum and uh, some others follow. And uh, we will see what happens there, whether they're going to be classified as a stock, as a commodity, as a currency, and really what's going to happen between all of those. But um, the fact that uh, all these other uh, you know, brokerages or investing houses are going to be right on the heels of this grayscale ETF, I think that is positive news uh, for the crypto space. Uh, now, uh, we talked jobs data, we talked GDP. Uh, I did want to bring up that... Uh, Google is uh, actually going to be unveiling a supercomputer with um, the NVIDIA H100 GPUs built in, and that should be available uh, next month, roughly. So that is uh, pretty big uh, news on uh, on the AI front. On NVIDIA, I still think that this one uh, has some more room to run. And uh, man, I, I probably should have bought it when it was down in the uh, four, what four forty-four fifty range within the past couple of days here. What's that five-day chart look like? Uh, yeah, we dropped down to about four fifty-three. I'm seeing, and now we're sitting right up at four ninety-four. We did have the highest close on uh, record for Nvidia yesterday. I want to say that was in the four eighty-seven range. And yes, we had gone higher than that, but we had not closed that high uh so now we have uh actually increased that again 494 so uh again um i will be selling some of this if it uh if it gets to the 510 level is where i raise my price target to on this one i will be selling it out of an ira uh, that way i will not get taxed on the gains right because i bought this one right around $200 uh, so it will be a 150% gain within a year. So I would get capital gains taxes on my brokerage, but I will shelter myself from that in an IRA sale. So hopefully that is a better way to go ahead and take advantage of some of these gains. Um, that money will stay in there. So I'm not taking any money out. So I shouldn't get penalized on on that, but uh, just another way to kind of preserve some of your gains and uh, ultimately some of your 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 taxes that you'd have to pay. Uh, we've got um, Tesla, right? What did we announce out of Tesla? They are also building a supercomputer. Let's uh, let's see what they've got there. I haven't even really read into this one. I know we saw the data center and that they were hiring for data center jobs. Uh, and then let's see what we got here. Uh, they also have that Tesla themed diner and drive-in theater that you can uh, pull in, charge, watch movies. And uh, that's getting approved in LA. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, let me see. I can't see this on the news here. So let me uh, let me just quick Google search on the Tesla supercomputer and see if I can't find anything that way for you guys. Um, Tesla's new supercomputer drives ambition to be an AI play alongside NVIDIA. That's from Barron's. Uh, 22 hours ago, so they are definitely trying to be in that AI space as well. Uh, it's behind a paywall. Um, it says they are launching a 300 million dollar AI computing cluster Tuesday, according to Oppenheimer. Uh, the supercomputer will employ 10,000 NVIDIA H100 GPUs, more good news for NVIDIA, and is more powerful than the world's third highest performing supercomputer. Uh, So we will see what they've got going on there and really what the the next play is and um, how they're going to generate more money. Uh, I definitely think that uh, the, the EV sales, I did see a report that sales in Europe were up for, I believe, like the 12th or 15th month straight. And we are really seeing a lot of EVs being sold over there. Uh, actually no sorry they are up 15.2 percent in July that is the 12th consecutive month of growth and uh, full EVs accounted for about 13.6 of all new car sales up from under 10 percent just last year uh, in July as well Uh, plug-in hybrids about uh, 7.9 percent full hybrids about 25 percent uh, so, gas and diesel were just under that fifty percent mark in Europe. So, it is definitely a growing category. I still think that Tesla's got some room to run, with definitely room to run with EVs. But uh, the supercomputers, the um, data centers, also we're going to see what happens there. Uh, and you know, if they start launching more Tesla-themed uh, drive-in and and diner-type uh, setups, that would be an interesting concept as well. So, we'll see what happens there. And, uh, I'm definitely bullish on these companies. Um, well, the big ones, the, the Google NVIDIA, Tesla, uh, the, the marijuana stocks, I just really want to see them rebound and I might have to pivot. Uh, I'll I'll probably hold on to IIPR. Well, one, it's in the investing challenge too. I I like the fact that it's a REIT and we're getting 9% in dividends off of that. But, um, yeah, with that being said, we are looking at uh, some different stocks for week 36, and I, you know what? I didn't even write them down on my sheet because I ran out of room. Let's go right over to the uh, the Facebook group and uh, see what we are looking at for this week. We've got um, we got five names. Uh, I did go ahead and buy Pfizer on Monday, and uh, you know I am hearing more news today that they are really pushing a next COVID booster and uh saying that there is yet another variant i i don't know Uh, i think a lot of people got the first two and you know once we learned a little bit more a lot of people were really reluctant to get any more uh boosters or vaccines but um i don't know i'm sure some someone will Uh, i don't know how many people are really uh enthused to go get another covid vaccine but um we will get into the five stocks of this week. Uh, I still think that Pfizer is a great ad, uh, even if the, uh, the the COVID vaccine is not the main play. They have a long list of, of drugs that are uh, in use, and they also are working on a, a pretty deep pipeline of other drugs as well. I think it's a little bit undervalued. A uh, good amount of uh, uh, dividend uh, the revenue is coming down for this year and next, but uh, kind of stabilizing over the next 12 months. And uh, we will ultimately see what happens from there. Uh, but I, I definitely think that uh, we're, we're buying it at a fairly safe point. Uh, we've already taken a, a lot of that slowing revenue into consideration. The market has already priced that in. And now we are getting in at that low, I think. Uh, so I am happy with that ad. Um, First up for this week, I'm just going to go top to the bottom here, uh, NVIDIA. Um, I think it goes without saying that NVIDIA has got a a lot of room to run here. The price targets have all been increased at pretty much every brokerage. These AI chips, the H100s, Tesla's buying a ton of them. Uh, They really cannot keep up with the demand for these chips. And AI is definitely the momentum driver and I think NVIDIA is definitely in that hot seat when it comes to um, AI. So we will see where that one goes. Uh, definitely got some price target uh, moves higher. Uh, everyone's got this one as a buy. And I don't want to miss out on this one. We, we did miss about 50 points since I talked about this one last, uh, it's already moved up that significantly. So if this one does pull back by, uh, this coming Monday, maybe we'll be, well, that would be a great time to add, I think. But, um, ultimately let me know your thoughts on the let it grow investing page on Facebook. And if you want to vote for any of these, uh, I'm, I'm simply adding $200 of my money into our let it grow investing, uh, investing challenge portfolio and uh, I think that uh, these stocks could all be beneficial for that portfolio. Um, number two was going to be Ulta Beauty. Uh, now, I probably should pull up some of these for you, but uh, this one definitely had some uh, some price target upside as well. Uh, and I think it was trading lower than um, it has in the past based on PE, uh, a bunch of different things that uh, they're really driving some more business right now. And, uh, the, the growth was low double digits. I want to say it was around 11% of, uh, revenue growth over the next year. And, um, I believe that's what it was, but, uh, this one was definitely something that, uh, was going to be kind of a pivot, right? I don't think we have any kind of plays like this in our portfolio. It is definitely a growing category. They are one of the premier, um, you know, retailers in the space. So I definitely think that that one could be a good ad. Um, Next up, we've got Devon Energy, uh, DVN, and uh, this one is one that we added this time last year. Uh, so Devon is uh, currently trading fifty dollars seventy three cents. Uh, PE is at a six point nine. Earnings per share real strong, say, uh, seven point three uh, on the earnings per share. We've got um, dividend yield about six point eight percent. So nice, uh, nice yield on this one. And uh, again, if the um, the Fed does go ahead and kind of hold the rates here and eventually, you know, start to see them come down. Uh, I think there's going to be more demand for uh, oil and that's where Devon Energy is going to be playing. Uh, so once we, the uh, economy really gets ramped back up, we're, we're doing more and more building. We're going to have more and more demand out there. Uh, I think that we're going to see uh, some of these oil and gas plays uh, kind of reaccelerate going forward. Plus, this one has a, a nice Healthy dividend uh, to boot, so that definitely makes this one nice. Um, number four was uh, was going to be Zoom Video ticker ZM, and uh, this one really did have some decent growth. Uh, it's traded down about eighty eight percent since the peak of the pandemic. Uh, we're sitting at sixty eight dollars seventy cents, and uh, the the growth actually is getting to the point where it's starting to make sense. Uh, They've got a lot of different uh, features that are being added to the platforms. We've got around 23% of upside. Um, The revenue growth, uh, low single digits in this coming year and uh, a little bit more in 25. I want to say by 27, it was going to be that around 11%. Uh, So slow growth, but uh, definitely one that uh, is trading well below where it was. 76% discount on forward PE. We've got uh, the price to sales is at a 3.8. The five-year average is at a 12.6, um, and a, a couple different reasons, couple different articles that I looked at that I more covered in uh, last episode that really drove me to think that this could be a good ad. Uh, you guys aren't voting for this one, and I, I get it. It's uh, it's definitely been one that has had its problems, um, but it has become a, a household name. It's got a ton of cash. There is no debt. Uh, so it, it could be a, a long option for another company that, uh, could have some decent growth, but I understand that people don't want to touch this one. If they've had this one and it's, you know, come down 88%, that is, uh, a tough one to want to get back into. Uh, last stock for the week was going to be Alaska air. And, uh, this one, man, I know that we don't normally look at, uh, airlines too, too much, this one was actually kind of intriguing. We're sitting at $42. Uh, we've got um, PE sitting at 34. But the uh, the Trefis price analysis here says we've got about 47% of uh, price target upside, about 18.5% of debt. Uh, let's see what Reuters says. It's a buy here on Reuters. They are kind of firing on all cylinders, it looks like. Price target appreciation, 52% uh, against 12 analysts uh, for the 12-month price target. Uh, Earnings per share is creeping up over 23 and 24. We've got uh, annual revenue growth for 23, about 12%, and then 17.6% by the end of 24. So we should see some continued growth here. We've got... um, 44% 44% discount on forward PE. We're trading at a 6.2. Uh, five-year average is 11. So uh, definitely one that I think um, has been a solid player in the space and uh, could continue to drive some more growth to this one. And it's trading remarkably cheap. The price to sales is only a 0.5. Uh, their five-year average being a 1.1, and the SP 500 index uh, average is a 2.4. So uh, definitely a value stock um, definitely could get some growth out of this one too. So I, I think that there's a couple of different reasons to buy this one. But uh, I definitely think that there's a few on this list that I would not mind adding. And uh, a couple others that I covered last time that I think that we might want to look towards in a uh, in the coming weeks here. So That's the five I got. That's the episode today. And uh, please get over to Let It Grow Investing on Facebook. Get your votes in for one of these five. NVIDIA, Ulta Beauty, uh, Devon Energy, Zoom Video, or Alaska Air. They're all right there pinned to the the top on the Let It Grow Investing page. The uh, link is in the comments. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for voting. And I will catch you in the next one. Take care.